Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am your host this evening, the Blonde Bombshell, flying solo. We may hear from Van Helsing later, but uh, we're not sure. So we'll just, uh, we'll hope maybe he'll show up. But if not, you'll have to listen to my beautiful dulcet tones this evening. I hope everybody is well and is uh Getting that Christmas shopping done. I'm still working on mine, but uh, we'll get it done. It all it all falls into place, doesn't it? But this evening, you won't have to listen to me babble to myself. I do have a guest, co-host. We're not really sure where she falls in that category tonight, but I would like to introduce our very favorite psychic medium, Leslie Martin. Yay! It's girls' night. <laughs> I am so not ready for Christmas. I haven't bought one thing yet. Not one. Not one. Well, no, you know what? no. I've been uh, really busy doing other things. Like I'm getting ready for a craft fair. I'm selling like candles and stuff, and I've been creating yeah. things and running here and there. And I have had no time at all to shop for anybody or anyone or anything. Oh. <laughs> it's going oh. to be a race to the finish line for me. Yeah. Well. I know sometimes that happens and, you know, you just have to take it a day at a time. It'll get done. It always works out in the end. Yeah, it does. And you know what? Everybody in, and you know, my husband's like always has such anxiety. My daughter has anxiety about Christmas and uh, I'm like, you know what? No one is going to die if you don't get them their present Exactly. You know, like, I don't know. There's too much importance on the presents. And that's what I dislike about Christmas. If we could just have the love and the sentiment and the family time without all this obligation of presents, we'd all be so much better off. You know what I mean? Really? Oh, my gosh, yes. But yeah. the problem is, is I'm a people pleaser and I want to please everybody. Yeah. So, you know, I want to make everybody yeah. happy. I want to make sure they have a filled, filled belly and, you know, well, <laughs> I that, want to make sure yeah. that they get exactly what they want for Christmas. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, I know. And, and at, to a certain point, I feel like that too, but I just, I, you know, my, pre- my husband's like, Oh, when are you going to get those presents mailed out? When are you going to get those presents mailed out? And I just look at him. I'm like, have I ever in my life not mailed out the presents? And why are you worrying about it? Because <laughs> you don't do these things. I do. And I'm like, they'll all be done. They'll all be done. You know, chill, yeah. chill, chill, chillax. But it's in good I, hands, my gosh. Yeah, I know, right? You can always give everybody those wonderful uh, Reiki infused candles. You're positively brilliant. That's tr- yes, I could. You know, sometimes I think, well, I'm the only one that can really supply that to them. It would be like a gift that I made for you. But then I feel like, oh, it looks like I'm trying to schlep my product on them. 
<laughs> and now, yeah. but but so now you like, have, you have yeah. the candles and you have the um, the melts, right? The little um, melty thingies. What are they? The melts, yeah. The um, they're like wax melts. Wax melts. Wax okay. Yeah. You have yeah. those. You have Van Helsing special yeah. blend. Yes. Yes. I had to make some more last night. And um, Ron surprised me with the holy water and the uh, whiskey blend. And I opened up that bottle of holy water. Holy cannoli. <laughs> 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 A lot of whiskey in it this week. A lot of whiskey. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Just don't drink yeah, it. Getting Just drunk drink. from the no, 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 no. I was getting drunk from the fumes, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, you know, while we're talking about your candles, and I know maybe not everybody out there knows exactly what we're talking about, um, can you tell people about these these candles? Because I have two or three of them. I love them. So just can you just tell them what they're, you know, tell people what they're about. Okay. Um, I am a Reiki master teacher, and um, I was practicing my Reiki on people, and you can Reiki anything. Like, if an ambulance is going by, you can send Reiki energy to the ambulance going by so the people inside, you know, get um, optimum health vibes. (laughs) Um, And I thought, well, where could I channel it where I could affect the most people for them to receive Reiki energy? And I thought, well, if I sold candles, you know, that would be a way to do it because what I do is I um, infuse the wax. I put the sacred symbols in the wax and say prayers over the candles as I'm making them. And um, so the energy gets released as you burn the candle. And you can uh, light the candle for um, any intent that you want as long as it's a positive intent. So every time you light the candle, it's me for a different thing. Like today, um, I want peace of mind. Uh, today, I'm... <laughs> Searching for the love of my life, I want to put out in the universe that I want this man to be attracted to me. You know, anything that's your intention that comes from the heart, you can put, um, you know, into the candle and um, receive. Anytime you get a Reiki, you, the Reiki energy goes to exactly where you need it anyway. So, um, yeah. So I thought this would be a perfect way for me to touch people with Reiki without actually putting my hands on them. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think that's awesome. I'm all about, yeah. I'm all about um, you know, positivity. And the more positivity we can put out into the world, the better, because the world needs some positive vibes, man. So. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I will totally agree with that. And I didn't, I don't think, I mean, I just like to burn candles. And especially at night before I go to sleep, like I just... Um, I just love things that smell nice, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm all, I'm all about that's the scent. And, um, so I just, I just find it relaxing to burn them before I go to sleep, but I've never thought about actually putting an intention out there, you know, when I'm lighting my, my Reiki candle. So I will have to think about that Yeah, do and it. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, and, um... I just never occurred to me. My mom swears by them because they help her sleep. Um, she was, she had broken her wrist and her, then she fell again and she dislocated her shoulder and she couldn't sleep. Uh, and um, she's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't want to keep taking these pain medications. And then I wake up in the middle of the night and I said, well, why don't you try a candle? And she's like, okay. And so she got up the next day. She goes, I don't know what you put in those candles, but I slept like a rock. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I want to ask you, because I've been reading a lot lately about salt lamps. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you think about them? And I know you didn't you have you had a uh, a big candle holder, right? Yeah, um, I sold a lot of them, though. (laughs) Um, Emily and salt um, tea lamp holders. So I would put, you know, my candles into the tea lamp and then it would heat the Himalayan salt. And right. what happens is, um, like electronics and televisions and, um, you know, all of these things that we have around us put out positive ions. And what the Himalayan salt does is it, it sends out negative ions and it cancels out all of these radio wavy thingies that are going on around us. And it cleans and purifies the air. So I have um, ones that I plug in the wall here. I have my little tea lamps. I have... I have them all over the place. I love them. And they oh, really do make a difference in a space. And I challenge anyone to get a Himalayan salt lamp and put it into a space and then go in a couple hours later and just feel the room, read it with your body. It'll be so much calmer and nicer oh, to be in. That is, that, I'm so happy to hear this because I'll tell you what, shh, don't tell anybody now. And I know neither one of them are listening to this uh, show uh i got one for my husband and for my daughter for christmas so and they're they're big the big suckers they're like probably yeah, they are i don't even know like uh maybe like 10 inches high and well, you, you know really got big ones yeah they're they real so they're real big ones and um i had seen them and i'm like here's the two people in my life who are are they're they're anxious people what can i say and i'm like I'm getting these for both of them for Christmas. So, and I am, I am there. It's, there's going to go, it's going to go right on my husband's side of the bed. So (laughs) we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know? Um, So I'm really happy to hear your endorsement on these. And I just, there's, there's, you know, they arrived in one piece. I was kind of nervous. I know a lot of them, they're very fragile and they break chunks off and, and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that's, yeah, that's the, that's the surprise gift. Uh, they'll never, they'll never in a million years, guess what it is. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. So, this is really heavy, mom. What is this? Uh, I know. <laughs> I gave, mom. I gave you bricks, dear. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, I, I, I work in an elementary school and mm-hmm. we have them in our guidance office. Really, to create That's a calm great. space and a quiet space for yeah for the kids who are in crisis who are going in. So mm-hmm. That's fabulous. What a great idea. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, hope, hopefully, I'll score with those those gifts this year. You know, <laughs> but uh, so I know you've been working a lot with Ron on the um, the red light seances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, now those are all up at VC, right? VC Park. Or yeah, we have of... them the first Tuesday of every month. It's easy, and uh, and that's in Groveland, Massachusetts. And you can sign up for them through Circles of Wisdom. Um, some nights we have our core group of people, and so, one night we came in, there were 17 people around the table. Wow. <laughs> we could barely all fit. We, you know, um, we had to get all the chairs around, so we were, like, stretching our arms up so we could touch the table. But what that's <laughs> all about is Ron really wants to um, delve into physical mediumship, not so much, you know, um, just me spouting out, oh, you know, there's a woman here and blah, 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 but having the spirit prove it there to 
and manipulate the things that we have out um, on the table or the table. Uh, we have a bell that hangs. We have um, uh, recording devices. It's, everything's recorded. We uh, videotape everything. Um, wow. And we have uh, um, audio tape as well. We have um, all sorts of m- measurable things like a geophone and um, mm-hmm. that are collecting data. And, um, yeah, so we've been doing it for two years now. <laughs> I can't believe wow. it's been two years. But, yeah, um, I think um, our anniversary is coming up for <laughs> two-year anniversary. Yeah. So that's wow. 24 of them. And we have had some pretty interesting results. Um, we've had all sorts of things. Some nights it's so quiet, we're like, okay, but you know, <laughs> you just got to take what comes. And um, I'm right. not the type of person who's going to make things up and lie just to, uh-huh. you know, keep everybody happy because what right. I get is what I get and that's what you're going to get. So, right. you know, some nights have been a little slow, but some nights have been rocking. <laughs> oh my God. Well, yeah, no one, I mean, it, it's like any, you know, in any kind of uh, paranormal investigation uh, that you might do, there's no guarantee you're going to get results. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no, no one is going to make stuff up because that defeats the whole purpose. You know, if we're there exactly. and we're just going to, you know, be jerks and make stuff up, it's, it's, it's pointless. <laughs> it's not worth, I know right. it's not worth my energy and so, yeah, it is what it is. So what is the, is he, you know, so you're collect, you're doing all this research, you're collecting data. Are you going to put it together in some kind of presentation or, or is it just ongoing? I just work for the man. I don't know what he's going to do with it. <laughs> But <laughs> no idea. But um, my assumption is that he is going to collect a body of evidence and then put it together in some sort of format to present somewhere, um, because that's what we do, right? As researchers, that's the goal is to um, have right. something to present. So, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, that's that's great. What what sort of things can you can are can we be privy on this? Can you tell us what what kind of things? have happened during these red lights, red light seances? Well, the first one, <laughs> the first one was at a card table um, in a room above circles of wisdom. And we just had a couple of people and I, I had never like done this for Ron before. And I, I am like, Oh gosh, I hope I do a good job for him. <laughs> because, you know, I'm always about pleasing. I'm a people pleaser. And, um, we had, um, we, Sue and Doug Brown were there, and um, their aunt came through, and we had people across the table that I didn't even know, and their aunt who owned a, a liquor mother owned a liquor store. I was like, mm-hmm. she's got a bottle of rum in one hand and a bottle of vodka in the other. <laughs> Alcohol is really important to her. And, oh, yeah, well, she, she owned a liquor store. Oh, well, there you go, you know. Um, <laughs> so that was the first one. So I was really, you know, glad that, you know, people came through, the energy was flowing, and um, and from there we've had the table moving so violently that, you know, we could barely keep up with it. We've had, um, we've had messages, warnings. We had, um, a, a spirit man who was a, um, concentration camp victim because he wasn't a survivor. Um, and he warned us that history was going to repeat itself and there were going to be attacks in, um, in Europe, in mm-hmm. 
and uh, that came true. That was uh, something that came true. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I don't know that I'm probably going to get calls from the CIA over this one, but recently mm-hmm. um, someone said that, <laughs> came through in spirit and said that um, there was going to be an attempt on um, a high official's life. <laughs> I don't want to say it over Uh-oh. the air, but she didn't win the presidential election. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, wrong, wrong just stuff that comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, you know, some things come to pass, some things don't come to pass. You know, everything is up to chance and a free will. So um, I don't usually, you know, broadcast what comes through because, you know, you never know. And it, you don't want to be right about things like that. So I know, right? It's kind of yeah. like... Oh, gee, I, you know, I hope this comes yeah, I true. Have said that because, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that because maybe that's what put it into motion sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah so. right, exactly. Wow. So I know with a red light seance, you have um, different, like there's like bells. And so there's different physical things that can mm-hmm. be rung or, or, um, uh, there's like a me- like a megaphone kind of thing. I'm sure I'm calling it by the wrong name. Um, it's like a horn. No, that's good. Yeah, uh, we have a French horn. It's like um uh um one that you would use for fox hunts. Oh yeah, do 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 do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here come the foxes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One night. Um. We had new people around the table, and that's a big thing, the energy that's brought to the table, you know. Um, and this man um, connected with one of his former school teachers, and we were using the table to communicate. So we would move the table for yes and stop the table for no. And um, she spelled out the name of his school. None of us knew the name of his school at that table, and she spelled out the name of his school. And she also was a science teacher, and she manipulated um, this. We have this um, piece of wood, and it has a simple switch on it and a light. And she mm-hmm. turned the light on. It was oh. amazing. We were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, and then we asked her to that's turn it off. Cool. It slowly just faded away. It was the coolest thing ever. Oh, so, um, my God. You know, you wow. get for moments like that when you're trying to collect physical evidence. You know, there is no way that that could have just gone off by itself because, it, you know, it's a switch. It's, it's a circuit. And she right. connected the circuit somehow. The switch, wow. the toggle switch never moved, but mm-hmm. she somehow connected the circuit. So, through Wow. Energy. So, it's a little yeah, more advanced so cool. than that flashlight. Uh, kind of communicating yeah. thing that people do, right? Absolutely. Wow. Yes. That's incredible. That's exciting. I mean, when things happen and you have that personal experience, it's just, it's, well, it can be literally hair raising, but I think, you know, it just gets your adrenaline going like, oh, wow. And we work as such a unit at the table because we are, we're all connected at the table and our energy, you know, is all working together. So when things like ha- that happen, I don't think that we really, you know, get scared so much because we're a group of people. But if right. you're in a, alone in a room <laughs> oh, yes. you're uh, by yourself and that happened, might... you'd be like, oh, crap. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. 
I, I definitely get that. <laughs> but I mean, you, you've been doing this. How, how long have you been doing this? Um, not just the, the red light seances, but as a psychic medium. Well, I kind of started coming out of the closet about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, all my life, I've had things happen. Um, I write a, I've written a book. It's in my book. Um, oh, that's right. It starts when I'm three. The book is called A Medium Rare, First-Hand Account of Growing Up, Experiencing the Paranormal. And it starts when I'm three, and it ends in my 40s. And I just chronicle everything, you know, that went on in my life and how I tried to, you know, not pay attention to it and how people make fun of my family was like, ah, you're faking it. (laughs) Stop stop making up these stories. Um, (laughs) But um, so I decided I didn't want to have anything to do with that. I wasn't going to say anything anymore. And um, by the time I was in my 20s, things, you know, I just started letting things happen Mm -hmm. naturally. And then when I, my kids were growing up, I didn't want to, you know, like (laughs) focus on anything but my kids. So right. I waited until they were off in college before I, you know, started doing this out in the mm-hmm. open. So, um, what did they think? My, this, this is kind of funny. I was bringing my son back to college one day, and he was going out with this girl, and I said, "No, really, you, you know, she's not the girl for you." <laughs> How do you know? I said, "Do you even know what I do?" <laughs> <laughs> just trust your mother trust your mother she's not the girl for you <laughs> oh that's funny so well anyway. i i think as mothers we all have a little bit intuition on that but uh i think you have an itch yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah well <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they trust me now <laughs> yeah. what did, so so when you came out with this or did they did they always know or did you tell them, or how did that happen? What did they think? Um, I got a message on Facebook one night from my son that said um, something like, um, it's nice to know that my mother's written a book and has her own website, <laughs> because I didn't, ah! I didn't tell them at all. They just oh. kind of found out. And then when I started going you know, on day trips with friends to cemeteries, and uh, I was out a lot, I kind of just, you know, if they had questions, I'd answer, but I wasn't going to offer up anything Um, because they're my babies, you know, and I don't, you know, another thing I have to explain is that I have these boxes that I live my life through. (laughs) One's a work Uh box, one's my family box, and then there was this psychic box, and, you know, I would, I would keep every lid closed on one when the other was open. So it's only recently that I've had more than one box open at a time. <laughs> you okay. know? So, does that make sense? So, like, um, such as things will happen at home now, and I'll say, oh, such and such, blah, blah, blah. You know, but I wouldn't come forth with that information before because I was in my home box, and I didn't want anything, you know. It was okay. very compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. If that made any sense at all. Uh, yeah, so... Hmm. I'm All right. I, that's, that's a good, that's a good analogy. Um, because for someone like me, um, you know, I am not psychic and I, and I, and so I, I don't have any inkling what that must be like and how you control it and how you, how you put it in these boxes. Um, yeah. 
So uh, probably for your average person, you know, you know, we need like that analogy. We need that visual. Um, cause I think people are afraid when someone's a psychic, they're like, Oh my God, can she read my mind? Does she know what I'm thinking? Oh, stop thinking that. Oh, stop, stop. Like, you know how bad things sometimes pop into your mind when you like, no, no, don't, don't <laughs> just don't think it. <laughs> so right. it's a fear. I think like from your average person, like, Oh my God, you can see right into my head. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to tell you right up front, that's not what we do. <laughs> right. Because it's none of our business whatsoever. So we don't pry into people. Well, I know I don't. I can only speak for myself. I don't pry into people's personal affairs. If there are, like, spirit around them, I don't tell them. I don't go up to – I'm not Teresa Caputo, and I go up to the guy in the garage and say, so you've got an anniversary coming up. And, you know, I don't do uh, Because yeah. people are living their lives. Right. You have to let people live their lives, and you can't interrupt. And if someone comes to you and asks you, that's a totally different story, you know. And if, if you're going somewhere in an investigation and people are wanting you to find out these things and mm-hmm. bring these things forth, that's right. a different situation. I, 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 there's a real line there that I won't cross right. because it's really none of my business. Right. There's a personal space. Everybody has their personal space. And, you know, I mean, I, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like cross it normally. Um, you know, like I'm not the kind of person to like be nosy. I'm not a nosy person. And so, yeah, I mean, everybody has their own, their own space and it's, it's good that as someone who has a gift that, you know, you can respect that and, uh, maybe some people can't like <laughs> Teresa Caputo. Oh, okay. I'm getting the cue for 15 seconds to our break. So I just want to uh, tell everybody, thanks for tuning in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation tonight on toginet.com. We will be back with more of Leslie Martin in just a minute. Harry Price, I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future. 
then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anne flying solo tonight, but Ron will be back next week. No worries. Don't worry about it, folks. And we are here, I am here, (laughs) talking tonight with psychic medium Leslie Martin. And we are back. And I'm so glad to be with you today. <laughs> I, I don't know how glad I am that you're here, Leslie. I'm like, well, thank you, God. I'm talking to somebody that I know. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, I might be like, oh, oh, oh. But uh, <laughs> just bear with me, everybody. Oh, my goodness. So you, I know, well, you know I enjoy cemeteries. I know you uh-huh. enjoy going to a cemetery as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what do you get as a psychic medium when you when you're in a cemetery? I'm purely at the cemetery for, uh, you know, I guess aesthetic reasons. I'm I'm taking photographs mm-hmm. of interesting stones. But what do you get when you're there? What are you there for? What am I there for? I'm usually there because people say, let's go to the cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I went to um, the cemetery in Concord, New Hampshire, with my friends, Banner Broom and Sean Paradise. And Sean Sean is really into low-tech ghost hunting. And he has um, decided, because he's so brilliant, um, to use um, a telegraph machine, you know, you know those. Do, 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 what is that called? Yeah. Is that telegraphy? Yeah, and have it on so sensitive that it can, you know, if anything touches it, it will, you know, move. So we oh, wanted cool. to test it out. So we we went down to um, the cemetery in um, Concord on North Main Street. Of course, I don't know the name of it because no, I'm not prepared. Put your own spot. It's okay. So we went there, and we're all sensitive, and. Um, Fiona had just gotten, oh, a piece of equipment. I can't remember which one it was. And so she was asking questions, and Sean was um, also looking at, you know, um, gadgets and stuff. And I was, you know, the one saying, okay, there's there's um, energy behind me, and it's coming to me. And they had the, uh, the one with the, I'm sorry, Anne, you're going to have to help me out because I'm really bad with gadgets. Cause I don't That's okay. um, you know the it, one that has um, the radar, the ghost radar, is that what it's called? Oh, on the phone? On the, no, yeah, on the, yeah. 
the app on the on the iPhone? Yeah, the app. Is it the yeah. Ghost Radar? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is Ghost Radar, that. yeah. And so a dot showed up and um, was moving toward us. And I was like, oh, my God, that thing really works. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, and a name popped into my head. And so we decided to go and find this name. I believe it was Jonathan. And mm-hmm. um, so we used dowsing rods. And we um, let the dowsing rods guide us out of the, this, this little gated cemetery inside of the cemetery. We went outside of the gate. And I kind of lost my navigation. It just kind of stopped. And Sienna says, oh, here's Jonathan. Um, on oh. the way over, on the way over, the um, ghost radar spits out words, doesn't it? One of something that they had was the... Oh, the, oval, the eye ovalis. Yeah, that thing. And ovalis, yeah. It, mm-hmm. um, it said Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. it said something about... Um, military, and we found Jonathan's grave, and he was a veteran of the of a war, and he was stationed. I'd have to look it up. It's on my website. It's one of those like I, I was prepared for this, um, but everything <laughs> that came out of my mouth and off of the um, equipment that we were using was confirmed on this headstone, and it was really quite amazing. Um, That's incredible. So I love doing that. So when I'm going to a cemetery, I'm usually the one who's feeling out the energies and, um, you know, telling what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. usually other people are, you know, doing the equipment stuff. Right. Okay. And, and, so. and then there was the time that we're up the roller skating rink and we were in the cemetery in back of the, um, the rink. And you said there's a stone here with a hole, with a hole in it. And we looked and we looked and we looked and we looked and we just, <laughs> we couldn't find it. So we're on our way out of the cemetery and there it was. And it was just really, it was funny, you know, because we entered the yeah, cemetery because- with absolutely no expectations. We were just wandering around, you know. And I remember you kept saying, is that it? And I'm like, mm, no, that's not it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Is that it? Is it? No, no, that's not it. No, no, it's, it's, it's missing the middle. There's something missing in the middle. Right. Yeah. And then we found it on the way out. Yes. Just as literally we we were almost to the fence and there it was. And I I don't know what was supposed to be in the middle of it, but it was clearly missing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was a rather strange looking stone. And um, was it the, the, like the great, Great view, a uh, roller. I can't remember. It was years ago. It was pouring rain at one point. <laughs> we but, are so good with the names tonight, aren't we? <laughs> I know. I know. I think the cemetery, it's like Great or well, Grand View Cemetery, something like that. In, um, I think it's, is it Henniker? Henniker, New Hampshire? It's beautiful. Mm. The, the, the view is amazing. And it's uh, overlooking a big lake with beautiful. Um, I guess there were Quaker buildings across the lake. It's just a stunning, stunning view. The roller rink was kind of a dump, but the cemetery was nice. <laughs> but there was a lot going on in that roller rink. There was. There really was. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it has to be the, probably the most unusual investigation I have ever done. I've never been investigating on roller skates before. <laughs> 
Yeah, I refuse to put them on because I value my hips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we not had- leaving here on a stretcher. Oh, my God. We had a ball, though. I mean, yeah, I, it was fun. I do. I knew we were investigating a roller rink, but I didn't expect, you know, to be actually able to strap on the skates and go out and skate around. But, you know, we're like, well, let's do this. It's going to kick up the energy. We're going to play the music. Um, and I think they they played music of, um, I, I don't know. No, because they played like some 80s stuff. But they, you know, so it just kind of got the place like rocking and rolling, I feel like. Um you were also good on the roller skates too. I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I love. Oh, I used to love. Oh, that was such a that was such a big thing to do. You know, I'm an '80s child, and um, we just in high school. That's what we did. You know, we roller skate, went to the roller rinks, and uh, so I was kind of excited about that. Van Helsing was ripping it up. Of course, he ice skates. He's he's a hockey. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a he's an old hockey guy. So. He's, yep. he was, he was amazing. He was whipping by me and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really quite unusual, quite unusual. Yeah. But, and then we were up in the, uh, I guess it was like an attic. It was, I was a room on the second floor and I know there was all kinds of stuff going on up there. Um, that was the first time that I ever keyed on, on someone that someone else had keyed on. Um, I was getting a man, he was the owner of the place. And then um, Ron and Karen were picking up on this like Fonzie looking dude. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And and so we all held hands and then we all, you know, could focus on the same thing at the same time. And I was like, Oh my God, I never knew I could do this. This (laughs) You're always learning, always learning. And um, we came up with some pertinent facts about this man uh, being a mechanic, working in a gas station, having tattoos, yeah. um, Navy tattoos, um, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff um, right. as a combined effort. And I thought that was really cool. It was neat. It was, it was pretty amazing to watch because I was, of course, um, filming. You know, I had my video camera. So I was just kind of like sitting back and just watching you guys pull this stuff out and I'm like wow that's crazy and then there was some kind of um I don't know if it was a kitchen someone was you know getting a kitchen with like a you know black and white floor and like the chrome furniture of that yeah era. all of the 50s 50s yes. era the Fonzie guy yeah, yeah. I re- I remember you were um new at the pendulum at that point and you were you were trying to uh Oh yeah, and it, you know, use the pendulum as well. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that night. It was fun. It it was fun. It was it was a very long, very late night, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it it was cool. It was definitely an experience. I will say that. I will say that. Um, but I mean, and we've been various and sundry places. You guys were out at the lighthouse in the boat. We had to row out in the boat, right? Oh my God! That was um, <laughs> is that the Borden the Borden Flats? Was that where yeah, you were? Yeah, yeah. And we had to climb up this well, what seemed to be a fifty foot wall along the edge, <laughs> <laughs> the 
straight up on this iron ladder that came out, and I kept saying, I'm a big, brave dog. I'm a big, brave dog when I was going up. But coming down was even worse because then I had to jump into a dinghy. It wasn't even a boat. It's like a dinghy. It's in the ocean, and it's moving. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to die. That's so oh my that, gosh. that falls right in there with another crazy investigation, I would say. Yeah, it was, that was a good investigation, too. Um, it was. Yeah, of course, I can't remember any of the particulars about it. Well, I think... We've been uh, on so many investigations that, you know, it's not like a mishmash, so... I, it, so oh, I'm looking up... I'm sorry, I'm looking up um, that cemetery. Um, I can't do two things at once, so... That's <laughs> with me here. I, um, I, it was the have... Ghost Meter Pro at the Old North Cemetery in, in uh, Concord, New Hampshire. That we oh, were great! Awesome. Yeah, Fiona and Sean and I. Uh, okay. I was. I thought. I thought Ron was with us for a moment, but apparently his Skype is updating. So. <laughs> oh, but he's trying to come in. He's trying. Well, that's good. He's we, trying. We've got this thing in our Ron, come on in. <laughs> he's trying to break. He's trying to break on through to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh my God. So I know, um, do you still, now with the books, the, um, the medium rare books, mm-hmm. do you still, do, are they still on Amazon? That they are. Get- um, yep, they're on Amazon.com. And uh, you can also go through my website, which is LeslieMartin.com. And I spell ah, my name with an E-Y, it's L-E-S-L-E-Y. And oh. It's on there. And um, a lot of my adventures are on my website as well. And uh, so there's some fun stuff on there. And there are some pretty cool pictures as well. I've taken some really cool pictures. You have great pictures. They're amazing. I love your pictures. Now, something that that I know we both use, and you mentioned that I was using the pendulum that night, and I, I love, I have all kinds of pendulums, and you probably have all kinds of pendulums. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, and while I'm not psychic, I feel like when I use the pendulum that I get a, a connection. Um, absolutely. You, you get a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what's, is this now, have you been using a pendulum for communication as long as, how long have you been using it? I guess is my question. <laughs> Um, I started using the pendulum probably about 10 years ago. You know, when I started opening up and um, becoming, you know, more truthful with myself, I started, you know, doing more things. And so I was intrigued, and I started using the pendulum. And um, who was it? Karen O'Keefe came over, and he said, well, you know, you're moving the pendulum. You're using tiny little muscles in your hand that you Mm -hmm. don't even know you're moving. And so I so wanted to prove him wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So so I hooked up my pendulum in my basement, and I put it on some copper pipes in my basement because, you know, copper is a great energy, um, whatever it's called, conductor. And um, I wasn't holding on to the pendulum, but it still moved, and I did not make it move. The energy makes it move. It's not you that's moving. And, of course, you breathe, and your body's moving. going through the pipes. Oh, here he is. <laughs> here he is. Oh, the water through the pipes. Or, uh, you know, the Same. wind. Uh, 
Yeah, so Ron's going to negate everything I'm just saying right now, but it's the energy that's flowing through you that that um, gets the answers. That yeah, I just saying. tuned in. You guys were laughing way too much. Oh, yeah, I'm party's so over. Sorry. <laughs> we're having a good Welcome, time over here. Good, good. That's, we, I'm glad. I'm glad. So you you don't need me then. That's great. <laughs> no, nope. no. This is your gig, dude. Yours <laughs> <laughs> and Anne's gig. Mm-hmm. You're a team. You can't break up a team. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, never, never, mm-hmm. never. But yeah, so well, we're talking about pendulums, and I recently did a little talk to the Plymouth County Board of Assessors down at the Sun Tavern in Duxbury, which I enjoyed immensely. And um, I showed them, you know, I brought my little ghost hunting kit and I held up all the equipment. I said, this is the EMF meter and this is, you know, the, the, the uh, temperature probe and this is the ghost meter and this is my voice recorder. And then I, I showed, you know, my pendulum. And uh, I think it, I don't know, I think it kind of freaked him out a little bit. They were kind of enthralled with that, which is cool. Uh, yeah. And I had a lot, I had a lot of people come up to me afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. like someone come, you know, we, we, it was a luncheon as well. So someone would just come like, you know, running over to me quickly, grab a chair, sit down next to me and talk to me very quietly. So where do I get uh, you know, what does the voice, is this a fancy voice recorder? Where can I get one? And how does it work? And, and it, you know, so it, it was great to get that feedback. And, um, but yeah, the pendulum, they were especially like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a good piece of equipment. It, it's fun to watch. Yeah. I just said to yeah. them, don't ask me. Okay, don't ask me why it does this. It just does it. All right? That's all I have to all say right. to you. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing is, is on the last show of the International, we talked about a little bit about it, and that, you know, everybody goes out there, and, and they throw this term scientific around. You know, I'm a scientific medium. Uh, you know, I'm a medium, but I use scientific methods, or I'm a scientific investigator. And then when you look at the, the definition of scientific and science, you realize, you know, they really aren't. And most people who do ghost hunt, they're not really. Just because you use instruments, uh, you really you really aren't. And uh, it, it's just to give themselves credibility. And it's really sad because a lot of times you don't need them. As paranormal investigators, it, it is not our job to, um, you know, we're to collect the evidence and, and not to uh, make deductions on it. That, is, that goes to, a, a, you know, someone who is more expert on this, and there are. Uh, that's what science is all about, is, is that you collect evidence, you collect certain results of certain experience, and then it's reviewed, and, if it, and uh, you do them according to certain laws and, uh, of physics and nature. And we really don't do that. I mean, we can do it, but we don't as investigators too many times, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so, and, and, you know, they say, well, uh, you know, you can use a Ouija board in a scientific experiment as long as you set certain parameters and, and, and uh, you know, follow them. 
and uh, so it's not so much of what you use, but what you actually do. That's the science part of, of what we do. Hmm. Did that make any sense to so, anybody? <laughs> I think so. I'm, I'm trying to digest it. So here's the thing. Anne was asking me about, um, you know, what I do in a cemetery. I don't know if you heard this part. And I was, I don't pay attention. I really don't pay attention to the gadgets. Mm -hmm. I don't know which ones they are. You know, I don't pay attention because that's not what I'm focused on. Mm -hmm. So if you give me a gadget in my hand, I walked around the Buffalo Central Terminal with um, an EMS or something. What was it? I see. I don't even know what they are. Um, (laughs) With this gadget in my hand. And I didn't look at it once. I didn't look at it once. So it's like uh, science. No, (laughs) it's, well, let's see, that's, that's what I'm the thing. Is, what I'm Leslie, getting. just because you have a gadget doesn't make it science. Uh, that, that's what I'm really saying. And uh, right. uh, we, we use instruments, and we, we believe that that makes us, you know, scientific or, or scientists, but it really doesn't. It's, it's how we collect evidence is the, really the science end of it, and that's the important end of it. And, uh, and also uh, is in review and and the problem is with uh review it's is you you supposedly put that prior to someone who is at a you know a uh a learned in it uh for a lack of better words and we really don't have that uh structure in the paranormal field uh we put it out there on facebook but that doesn't really mean anything because uh you really your evidence is faulty to start with it you don't have the uh, proper procedures in collecting it, and you don't have the dissertation on it, and so it's not only up for peer review. All we're seeing is a piece of something, and so that's you know let's let's not stop fooling ourselves. It's it's not science. It's it's what we do. We collect evidence. If you want to say that we have oh we have amazing experiences, but uh, let's not try to legitimize it by calling it scientific. And, and, and that's kind of where it is. Mm-hmm. So Anne asked me a question, and really it wasn't mine to answer. She asked mm-hmm. me um, if what you're doing with all of this evidence from the um, the VZ and the red light seance, and mm-hmm. I I told her, I told everybody who was listening, <laughs> um, that you're <laughs> going to collect it and put it together and review it and, and present it somewhere. Is that your plan? Yes, it is the plan, but it's still it's an ongoing uh, uh, experiment, I guess you would say, because right, because it's in its early stages, so we're working out certain kinks of it, and uh, but we don't want to lose the data that we are collecting as we work out. Eventually, we're going to go out into a very structured, structured uh, experiment, and then we can actually have proper publishing, but we also have all this data that we're collecting along the way that we can go back and review if there were similar instances and so forth and whatever. So uh, it's it's an ongoing thing, and uh, it will take uh, quite a while. You know, most people think, oh, I go out and I do, you know, an investigation overnight, and therefore I can give you this information, but no, that's that's not what it's really all about. It's it's an ongoing. I mean, if you talk to Steve Parson and his investigation of the uh, shipyard, I mean, he's spent, I forget how many uh, hundreds or thousands of hours or some man hours in, in this 
location over a, a over a, I don't, over a year. I can't even remember the the time period, mm-hmm. but it's a ridiculous amount. And right. the, the least you have a uh, you know some some type of uh, ongoing experiment and ongoing investigation versus you know going in for a couple of hours and therefore this is the right. result you got. So this is what it is. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. true, but that doesn't diminish anything that anybody experiences or a medium. Uh, picks up on or anything else. I mean, you—that's not, uh, you know, that what you did is what you have is is what you have. Um, you, you collected that. You, you, the medium felt this person there. That information is given at that time, and as long as it's documented, then you know that is a piece of information. But uh, you, you know, it, it's. Like I said, it takes it requires a lot more than just a, a, a couple of hours or a, a night in, in a particular location, right? To to give a specific, you know a, a real detailed result of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I would agree uh, with that. You know, we I had a I remember a gentleman, and I think uh, Leslie remembers remembers him too. For good or bad, bad, some people didn't like him, but whatever. It, it, his name was Parrot Tom, and he told me one thing one time, and he said he went on investigations, and what he would do, he would sit for an hour in the location with, just sit there with no equipment, no nothing, just to get the sounds of the place and everything, and, and that's mm-hmm. really what you need in it, but, you know, that that was only an hour. Oh, my God, it's gone already. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you just got here. <laughs> you just got here, and, and but, here's the pizza. Yeah. But that's the important thing is we have to we have to learn to understand the location, the the, right. the natural sounds, everything that goes on with it, and, and it does require a, a long period of time at times. I totally so, agree with that. So I just shot your your potty down. Huh? I made a real mess out of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. You are the you one guys were having, of you my guys life. Were having, you guys were having such a good time. I really I really felt bad. <laughs> I'm just glad you made it. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I want to. I actually want to. I actually wanted to thank you guys for uh, taking over, you, and I, I appreciate that very, very, very much. And oh, it welcome. was good. Good to go that I could take care of my, what I had to take care of without worrying about what was going on on the air. And so, thank you both very much, Leslie Martin oh. and Ann Kerrigan. We've You're got welcome. your back, Ron. <clears throat> Every time. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else coming up, Liz? Um, I am doing a craft fair. This is a small craft fair this weekend in Laconia, New Hampshire. So if you're in Laconia, New Hampshire, go to Woodland Heights Elementary School and buy a candle, by golly. How about a website? Oh. <laughs> How about a website? Oh, my website is lesliemartin.com, L-E-S-L-E-Y-M-A-R-D-E-N.com. I've put a link to it on the Ghost Chronicles um, Next Generation page, but it's gone to the user's side so you can't see it so Anne, if you could fix that that would be awesome oh, <laughs> um, totally I, fix that up for you no problem and of, course, so and of course you have those lovely uh candles that you make as well yep and you can buy those at etsy as um and you can buy the van helsing spray at etsy as well and it positively brilliant um one word at etsy.com so awesome thank, yeah we did discuss those earlier and well, so I, that I was covered. I, I just wanted to. Les, yeah, Leslie, thank you so much for being on the oh, show tonight. 
a pleasure. It was a pleasure to, to talk with you. you. And I know we have some <laughs> tunes coming up. So everybody, uh, we will talk to you again next week. We're not doing a live broadcast uh, till the beginning of January. So we'll be back on the air next week. And uh, thanks and have an awesome week. Goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.